What's going on, people? This is Lecrae. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kel Mitchell. Picky Wines, that would be me. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brian Hooks. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev, on stage. Yo, what's up? This is Doug E. Fresh. <laughs> what up, what up? It's DJ Emmy for that Breakfast Club. What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Tompox. Hello there. This is Kim Burrell. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Cardi Cortez. Well, hello there. I am Ja'Kalen Carr. Good afternoon. It's Jess with a mess. Hey, everyone. This is Faith Jesse. My name is Kid from Kid and Play. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here. What's up, y'all? Las Vegas. It's said entertainer. I want you to download and tune into the greatest gospel station in the Las Vegas area. It's the number one gospel station. Number one gospel station. Number one gospel radio. Check it out. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go download Anointed Radio app. From either the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. For 24-7 gospel. Make sure to check out their website at anointedradionetwork.com. Music for the soul, music for your spirit, music to lift your heart. That soul food for your body, that energy for your spirit. Gospel in the morning, gospel for lunch, gospel at dinner, and then you go to sleep. You know what? Guess what? You dreaming about some gospel. Sometimes these are the songs that really uplift us and uh, get us through some of the tough times. Salute Pastor J. Calhoun and Anointed Radio. Know your boy wouldn't steer you around. Go listen right now. You feel me? Check them out without no doubt. Because gospel is what it's all about. Hey, hey, everybody, it's Pastor Jay, and like always, we're going to start off in a normal fashion. The normal fashion is with a scripture and a prayer. The scripture that we have today is Psalms 55 and 22, and it says, cast your cares on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. You know why he can't be shaken? Because he will give you a warning before it happens. He'll let you know how it's going to happen, how it's going to go, what's happening. He will give you the intuition of knowing. This is what's coming ahead. The storm is coming. So prepare yourself. So you shouldn't be shaken. It's not going to catch you off guard because God is an amazing God where he will always give you the insight of what's coming and how to get out of it. So thank God for being an awesome God to be able to help you so that you're not ever taken off guard because you're not because God will. If, if you constantly pray and fast, God's already told you, you might not be listening. Or you might ignore it and be like, that's not what you said. But you know what God's telling you. So just let God in and let him lead you and watch how it changes your life. Amen. Amen. With this being said, um, I said with this being said, let's go into prayer. Dad, Father God, I just thank you, God. I thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, God. I thank you for being able to bring us halfway through this week. God, we just thank you for giving us the strength, giving us the peace of mind to be able to help us and guide us in our paths as we're doing our daily journeys and our daily routines. God, I ask you to be able to let tonight be something said that could touch somebody, something said that could change someone's mindset and heart, something said that could bring somebody closer to you, Lord. God, I ask you to let us be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and let us even touch somebody with the hardest heart to say, what can I do to be saved? God, enlarge the territory of anointed radio, Lord, to be able to go to new airwaves, new platforms, new audiences, new countries, new cities. Let us be able to go out and show as a great representation of you, Lord, so people can have the interest of knowing you in-depthly, God. God, I just ask you right now to be able to touch everybody on the sound of my voice, Lord, that they could be able to see you in their life, that they could see the evidence of you in their life and be able to truly trust you, to hear the new revelation that's coming towards them. And God, I ask you to just be able to bless them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, God. And God, we just thank you. We glorify you. We give you all the glory and all the praise. And God, we just we just magnify your, your awesome name. And we say that all in Jesus this precious name. Amen. 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 It's Pastor Jalen. Like always, I got something to say. What I got to say is that you can follow me at Anointed Jalen on all social media platforms, and you could check out all of my music, uh, 
Go to Spotify, Apple, look up Pastor Jalon Calhoun, like you see on the screen, and see the Jesus You Make Me Happy, Renew My Praise, all of those things. And guess what? October 13th. Everybody say October 13th. Amen. I heard you in the background. My new single's coming out. Can I get a little grace? Can I get a little grace? Man, it's a tenement of my heart of what I've been seeing in the body of Christ. And I just I just want everybody to get along. So that's what my song's about. So definitely uh, it's coming soon, October 13th. It's going to be a track that I really want everybody to listen to. So definitely keep your eyes out. Follow me on Anointed J-Line for more updates. And with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and bring up my co-host. I have Prophetess Tish, almost Dr. Tish. She'll be that in a few months. We have Semi So Real. And then, and then... We have Mercy coming. Bishop, he coming. I think he coming. He said he was coming. And then everybody everybody, reach out their hands to Marvette. Uh, definitely yes. pray healing and restoring in the name of Jesus. Amen. Marvette, the artist, make sure you check her out on all her platforms. She has a lot of dope shows as well. But with that being said, Prophetess Tish, go ahead and uh, lead us out and tell us where they could find you. And we're at all your social media platforms and all that. And we'll go up to semi next. Hey, you can find me on Clubhouse in those Clubhouse streets. The house on there is Fervently Creations. You can find me on Instagram at fervently.creations. You can also find me on Facebook at Fervently Creations. And you can also check out my website, www.fervelycreations.com. You definitely want to check it out right now as I have some opportunities coming up for those that writers, uh, authors, whether you're a first-time author, never bring your testimony before, I do have two anthology opportunities coming up they also include speaking engagements one is called i am not okay and the other one is prisoner of war in the mind so make sure you check those out and hey also check out my perfume line as well firmly intense uh, collection and i am your girl semi so real you can find me on facebook instagram tiktok and in the club the clubhouse I love how you break that break that down. Like it was a long pause for me because I was like, um, house. Like, hey, I mean, because it's some of God's prophets and evangelists and pastors are still up in the club right now. Somebody got to go in there and get them out. So, I mean, somebody got to go in the club at one time. One time I was in the club. Yeah, yeah. Somebody got to be light and salt in the earth. <laughs> Oh, Lord, have mercy. Amen. Let's go ahead and get, pay some bills. Make sure you share, like, subscribe. Make sure you download the... Uh, no, don't download the Anointed Radio app. Wait. We are rebranding. We're doing some yes! great... Yes! I'm excited. We're going to have a new app. We're going to have a new TV platform. Um, it's in development. Stay tuned. Um, we're going to be doing a crowd uh, crowdfunding um, campaign soon to be able to... to fun a lot of this network that we're building just to get more hands on more developers and more uh people to really make it dope i mean it's going to be awesome so it's going to be two platforms so it's going to be awesome so yeah um and all of our media partners go ahead and shout out the las vegas raiders the las vegas knights the las vegas lights the las vegas aces who are in the playoffs y'all i smell another championship so i can't wait you see another championship parade come through Las Vegas. We've already had two with the Knights and the Las Vegas Aces. And the Lady Aces are balling, y'all. So with Big that, time. like, we got Asia Wilson. Like, Asia Wilson is like our Lisa Leslie of this generation. So mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah, and her and I. Oh, yeah. Going. I had, but yeah, we had the same. See? So there's anointing in there. Anointing for the glory. Yes, so make, make sure that you guys go and support our lady aces um, and make sure that you follow us and all those good things that we're doing. And one thing that, you know, it's about that time. What time is it? It is mental health awareness with yes. fall. A lot of times we have to make sure that we check in with our loved ones, check in with our peoples, our friends. And because suicide awareness needs to be put out there. It's it's sad, but it happens. 
And I rather you reach out before it's too late. And um, holidays are hard. Holidays are hard for people. We're about to come up into that that holiday rush when it goes in October. We're going to go Halloween, Christmas. I mean, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Kwanzaa, New Year's done. And we'll be in a whole new year, which is crazy that this year is almost over. But check on your people. And if if you feel like you see Facebook messages and things like that, just know reach out to people because it, it will make a difference. I've lost a few friends and battles. Uh, and I said battles, people I served in the military with due to suicide. They don't know what that means. They don't know what that means. So I'm not, but I've had some uh, people I served in the military with that took their life and it hurts me because I wish I could have been that person to say, Hey, are you good? So with that, make sure you check on your people, make sure you check on all your people that you know. Amen. So with that, we're going to go ahead and go and introduce our guest. Our guest today was on Sunday's Best as a finalist. He has great music. He's a powerful man of God. He's touring everywhere. He's singing. He he was on choirs that that was phenomenal. Singing, y'all. He got a, a singing. Background. We need the MTA on here to do the. Right. I'm going to get a tambourine. I know you she should. thought she was. Yeah, because she, she could do that. See, but, you see the tamarind shoe, the thing you put on your shoes, the tamarinds? Oh, no. So y'all just want to while I'm doing my introduction? Oh, wait. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Amen. We're going to go ahead and bring up Pastor Cornelius Edwards, everybody. Oh, God. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you, guys. Thank y'all for having me. Amen. Go ahead and tell everybody where you could be found while they're laughing about tambourine oh, uh, shoes. Well, my name is he was Pastor laughing Cor too. He was oh, laughing. <laughs> well, my name is Pastor. Y'all are y'all all right. <laughs> my name is Pastor Cornelius Edwards. Um, you can find me on TikTok, Pastor C Edwards on TikTok. So that's Pastor C Edwards on TikTok. Instagram is Pastor underscore C E. And also Facebook is Heaven's Impact. So that's H-E-A-V-E-N-S Impact, I-M-P-A-C-T um, on Facebook. And YouTube is just Pastor Cornelius Edwards. Yes. Ah, thank you for joining us, Pastor. <laughs> I need the shoes. Thank y'all for having me. Amen. Wait, everybody, make sure you got the... I got the... Amen. Y'all are something. That's what I can do. <laughs> I have to Amen. So... Uh, we're going to go into our icebreaker question. We have an icebreaker question today, and our icebreaker question is as follows. Come on, Papa, did you don't have your microphone ready? The icebreaker question, I'm going to do dual for the people that have actual microphones. <laughs> uh, that one doesn't count. That, that's, sure that wrong. one is too in the box. We are the people of God. We're outside of the box. There's no glory in you having two microphones. You trying Amen. to take what belongs to the Lord. Glory belongs to God. I'm putting the real microphone up because y'all. So, Amen. So the icebreaker question is this. If you can travel every year for the holidays anywhere in the world, where are you going? Is this, my, is this question for me? Everybody. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Pastor. Well, y'all yeah. could go first on that one because I don't even know the answer to that. I, thought, <laughs> I mean, I probably would go to, I don't know. Uh, is, it, is it for a certain holiday or just? Yeah. just For the holidays. For the holidays. It's a because holiday. some holidays are warm. It's we the, the it's seasonal. The holidays are seasonal. We're talking so about Christmas. We're talking season. about Thanksgiving. We're talking about we, Memorial we, you know, Day when people say we're going for the holidays. We are not talking about nothing in spring, Easter, New Year's Eve. We're talking about Christmas, Thanksgiving, when people are traveling and going. Thank you. Thank you. See? I, I thank, want to log cabin. Thank, thank you. Thank you to the people that is that are watching today because <laughs> when you say the holidays. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Amen. I just wanted to get some clarity. I'm over here talking about where am I going to go for Easter? You know, you do not travel <laughs> <laughs> on Easter <laughs> for the holidays. So, with that being said, 
Where would you go? And uh, we'll put it out there for the audience as well. Where would you go for the holidays? Mom I'll go be, first. Okay. If, all right, you can as go. an example. All right. You know where I want to go? I want to go to Columbia. I want to go to Columbia for the holidays. It's Mars warm, would be okay. And it's 70 it degrees all the time. <laughs> so while y'all cold, I could be warm chilling on the beach somewhere. Well, if you're I talking actually about want a cabinet in the woods, I want like uh uh like this big cabinet in the woods that, that house everybody, but it needs a hot tub because I don't want to be that cold either. Ooh, that's nice, that's but cold. And yeah. and 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 the and the um house has to have a pool table and it has to have a hot tub and a big kitchen for us to eat and stuff, but definitely a pool table and a hot tub. Okay. In the woods. Pastor. Okay. Mine's would be if I mean if it's Thanksgiving, probably somewhere in Georgia, Carolina, with a bunch of family cooking, everybody bringing dishes. So I mean, because if it's Thanksgiving, I want to be with family and friends and stuff. Not just I mean, not just not I mean just a vacation. I could go somewhere else like that. But if it's family, what well, like, if you could take your people with you? Oh, Y'all go man. have holiday holiday somewhere else on an island. Everybody ain't gonna pay their half of the bill. Well, Every no, single no. time, well, somebody's not gonna have a part of the money. Somebody well, ain't well. gonna have their money, man. And so, and somebody can't leave the states. Or well, 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 I'm gonna believe that God will bless us where we can pay for everybody to go. That's, the, that's 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 how I want God to bless me so much where I could just pay for whoever I want to go and be like, Lord, put me in that position. You hey, know, my where pen you can ain't trust me. What'd you say? What'd you say? If I'm paying, I ain't cooking. I can't do both. Oh, no, if I'm, no, I'm not going to cook never. you a full spread, and I didn't yeah. pay for everything. <laughs> I didn't pay for it. Y'all can cook. Yeah, probably probably like somewhere in the, oh, maybe a, a cruise ship or something. If I'm just inviting a bunch That's of family nice. and friends, probably like a cruise ship going to like the Bahamas or something, and we just eat and have fun and stuff like that. It's yeah, cheaper. Okay. It's cheaper during this time. Of yeah, year it's cheaper. Too. Yeah, because I mean, for a cruise ship, you could pay what two hundred dollars for each person, right? Or hundred or something. Uh, uh-uh, uh, not no two hundred dollars during, during this time of year. Girl, take take a cruise for the New Year's or for Christmas. Really? Uh-huh. Like, would it be like how much? By eight hundred? Oh no. Yeah, you can eight and twelve hundred. I mean, you see. No, I don't remember being that much. I, yeah, I've been on cruises before. You be like two. Well, know, how many? How many days? Like three days, because you know it's cheaper out in the ocean. Like once you go out mm-hmm. in the water, you, you haven't been in a while, Pastor. Yeah, Reverend, you ain't been in the last five years, Reverend. No, I haven't. Reverend, <laughs> you have not been in the last five years. Let me like that. Inflation is different. different. It's indifferent. Because oh, yeah. hey, she was about to book hers right then and there. It's how much? Okay. Oh, yeah. How much? Because I need to reschedule this trip. Well, for Thanksgiving, I am going to Montego Bay. Oh, Montego Bay. I was just there. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going for See Thanksgiving. You left me out of Hawaii, and now you want to... Okay, gotcha. Wait, wait till next year once I'm out of school. Montego Bay. Yes. The food is good there. I, I know. This will be my second time going there. My girlfriend wants to go. She... um has been experiencing her weight loss journey and going back to be administrator principal. Mm-hmm. So she's like, let's do it. I'm like, okay. We were just there. The ministry was there from October to February, blessing the people, feeding the homeless downtown, paying people rent. We were there for like October, November, December. Y'all January, coming to Alabama? February. <laughs> I needed the help when you guys were out there. Uh, if you could take my information next time oh. I want to volunteer. Oh, from October to February, <laughs> when you all out there just serving the people in the Lord. Yeah, we were there this uh, year, year before last, October until um two yeah to two thousand twenty. This two thousand twenty two. Yeah. Oh, that's February. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, so I got I got another question, just a, a bonus bonus level. When you're going through, what is your favorite Bible scripture to go to? You just said it. I mean, cast all your cares upon me. Uh, didn't you start it out with that? Yeah, that's, your your favorite, that's your favorite? I mean, that's one of the ones that I would say, you know, I, I, when I'm teaching and ministry, I always tell them that the Lord say, cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. And then I tell him, you know, about how his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. You know, that sometimes we allow ourselves to stress over things that's not even our problem. He said, give it to me. 
Like I remember a time that my bills do. And literally, I'm like, oh goodness, I ain't had the money to pay my storage payment. I remember going to God. I said, Lord, you say that you shall supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. So I remember calling my mom, right? And I said, Mom, I said, you know my storage do? And just right in the middle of the conversation, instead of me complaining, I said, My hallelujah belongs to you. You deserve it. You deserve it, God. And I just started worshiping God on the phone. I literally got off the phone, <laughs> called the storage people. And they said, Mr. Edwards, your payment isn't doing for like two months. I wow. said, what? They say, yes, your, your bill isn't doing for like two months. And that's why I tell people worshipers have access. Whenever you're going through something, if you will worship instead of worrying, God will fix your situation. You know, a lot of times we complain. Look at Job. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Job didn't complain. God don't respond to pity parties. He responds to faith. That's why the Bible says faith without works is dead. So when we're going through, we don't say, oh, Lord, here come one thing. Oh, Lord, there you go. This. No, Father, you're worthy of glory. We give you honor, Jesus. You are amazing, God. And we give you glory. I worship, you know. And I'm telling you, he literally turns things around. So I say, don't worry, just worship. I, I, think I, I don't, don't want to follow. I don't want to follow behind that. No, you know how sometimes you know bosses try to get on your nerves, the coworkers try to give you a hard time. I say, listen, you just smile. You know, because what the enemy want to do is pull you out of character. You know, because if he can get you on his side, then he can do what he wants. No, stay in that secret place. Don't give the enemy. You know, the Bible says, bless those who curse you. Pray for them who despitefully use you. Because he said, doing so, you heap coals of fire on their head. So when people try to mess up your day, listen, you just take a moment, step out there by your car and say, Father, you're worthy. There is no one like you. There is no one like you, God. And now forever give you glory. Just worship him. And you'll feel that thing lift up off of you. Mm. Literally. You know, I, he I'm said, brother, to get out of my backyard. I just want you to know that. Yeah. Keep on talking, Pastor. Keep on talking, Yeah, he said, with the spirit of heaviness, you got to put on the garment of praise. So yes. instead of worrying, we worship. And he Amen. steps in the situation. Yeah, it works. <laughs> I think versus uh, like him versus going actually to a Bible verse, I go into to worship. And so I'll, fi I'll find whatever song that speaks the opposite of what I'm feeling at that moment. And I'll play that one song all once I say all day, I will sit at this computer and that one song will be playing on repeat all day. So that, that, <laughs> that once I, I walk away from this spot and or even drive driving or whatever, or if I'm taking a shower, I'm cooking, that one song is living rent free in my head. All day, so that means that message is is playing constantly over in my head versus whatever it was that was stressing me out. So the way that I I combat um, my my times like that is through worship. If I had to pick a uh, verse, it'd probably be Second Corinthians twelve and nine, um, where he says, "My grace is sufficient." But for the most part, I'm I'm at I'm, I'm like, hey, let me get into a place of worship. Mm -hmm. You know, I just talk to God, but I do love um, the word. And I just remember that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I also remember that um, even in my weakness, his strength is made perfect. And so for me, I'm just, I just, it's important for me to have joy. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care so much about the happiness that's temporary, but I want the joy of the Lord. And no matter what I'm going through, I want the joy of the Lord. Um, and I ask God uh, every day to allow me to see the small glimpses of things to be grateful for, you know, um, because just going to work, just getting up sometimes and going to work, fighting the traffic, you just, all you can do is just shake your head. You got a battle before you can even get to the career. You could, before you even get to your job, it's a battle. You know what I'm saying? And then you get in the building and you got all kinds of different personalities already. So, you know, as I get up, um, I just remember, I just asked God, I said, you know, God, whatever it is that you want to do today, Lord, have your will be done, not mine, your will and the joy of the Lord. That is my strength today. And that's what I'm choosing to walk in. And that's what I, that's, you know, I believe in being very, um, positive, watching your words, your words, not speaking life and not death. And so to me, that's very important when I'm going through something. Yeah. You know, one of the most powerful weapons that we have is worship. 
The Bible says in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 22, it says, And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Literally, as we worship God, it causes him to fight for us. Mm. So whatever time to come, because come, you got to remember, the enemy hates worship. So when you, because he, he can no longer do that. Satan can't worship him no more. Because remember, he wanted worship in heaven. So he no longer had that access. So when we begin to worship God, we put those demons on flight. Like there be times I can start out on the video. You know, we had a music playing on TikTok. We start the mornings usually with prayer and worship, you know, um, and it'll be sometimes 500 people on the line, 800 people, sometimes three different amounts, you know. And the moment we begin to say, you are worthy, Jesus, we are. Man, them bottles go to dropping so fast. Like the people be running. It's like, wow. you know, it's a lot of witches and warlocks on social media. Oh, man, there's a lot of them on the social media. Yeah. When we begin to think, they drop so fast. And those that love God start to come in the room. You know, people that mm -hmm. they got a hunger for God. Because there's a sound that literally, it annoys the enemy. The sound yeah. of worship. It annoys mm -hmm. the enemy. You know, mm -hmm. and that's why there's so many, you know, it's so important as worshipers that we don't allow anything to taint our sound. Because there's so many people trying to sign you to conform you. Lord, yeah. I don't know how I got here. But listen, I've had record deal offers, one for $500,000 I turned down, out of another for $200,000 just last year, and I turned down because I would have had to be something other than who God called me to be. Well. One guy I told me, he said, before this year's out, I can have you with millions of followers on social media. He said, and I can have you with hundreds, he said, thousands of people packing out arenas. But get this, he kept saying, to see you. He kept making it about me and not about God. He kept saying, I got thousands of people packing out. He said, before this year is out, coming to see you, coming to hear you sing. He said, and millions of followers on social media. But the Bible say, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Yeah. So if I do it God way, God will give me everything that my heart desires and more. He said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. But here's the key to everything. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then he said, all these other things shall be added unto us. The problem is that we're not seeking God, we're seeking the things. So because we want quick money and we want materialistic things, we're doing whatever it takes to get the bag instead of just doing what his words say. This is why I will teach it to every captive get set free. Tithing stops the curse. The Bible says, will a man rob God? He said, yet you are robbing me. Then he's saying, tithe and offering. You know, and then we wonder why are you being attacked financially? We run to God, ask him for increase, but we want to kick him out of the increase once he gives it to us. Now, how can he bless something that he's not a part of? And what people fail to realize, this thing is spiritual. Tithing is literally our spiritual insurance policy. Just like you giving money to the, the insurance man, they're promising to give something to your family members if something happened to you. He said, I will rebuke the devourer for your name's sake. So we got so many sick believers paying for prescriptions, paying for medication, all because they too stingy to tithe. Oh, we so we'd rather give our money to the hospital, to the pharmaceutical industry, instead of giving God the 10% that belongs to him. And all God wants to do is see, do you love me more than the things that I've given you? Mm. And the problem is that if God sacrificed his only begotten son, why we feel like we shouldn't sacrifice? What makes us so good that we should release something? He said, give and it shall be given. He said, whatsoever you sow, that shall you reap. So I, I, I didn't come on here to talk about this. Before, while I was connected to a guy that was a warlock in ministry. So he was acting Ooh. like he was a prophet and he was acting like he was my intercessor. Come to find out this guy was a whole warlock trying to stop me. He was literally trying to monitor me to see how do you. So, you know, so he, he it was literally he was sitting on assignment to monitor me and how I got connected to the gentleman because these group of women booked me to lead praise and worship at their prayer breakfast. Come to find out all on a whole little cult. I remember they would have me there um, and I finished, you know, because oh, witches are attracted to the anointed. Oh, if you're anointed, yeah. man, they want to they monitor you. They want to find out how you get anointed, what you do, how much you fast, how much you pray. And they'll try to make it seem like innocent, like, oh, uh, how do I fast? Teach me how to, man, you a whole witch. You know about fasting. You sacrifice. You give up something that you normally would eat. Don't try to find out what I'm doing for power. Don't try to find out what I'm doing to stay connected to God. You, you fast from something you crave and stuff, you know. But anyhow. 
anyhow, so um, so they want to monitor you. So these women invited me um, to sing at the prayer breakfast. They, they wanted me to do praise and work. So they kept booking me. And I would see these weird stuff. I remember even some of the things. God wouldn't even let me go all the way in the church. Once I sang, I'd be back at the back door and leave. Like, but I remember this one particular service, and she started putting a grape in all their mouths. Imagine a lady up there preaching. She walking through the church, putting a grape in everybody's mouth in her message. I say, Lord, don't let this lady come over here because she's going to be embarrassed. Because I'm not going to eat no grape. You know, I know that's I mean, right. I say, oh, she's going to be embarrassed. But, you know, it was like if she was like, you know, making it like, like if they were doing something in the spirit realm, saying that she's their leader. And it's just a bunch of weird stuff. So anyhow, God kept revealing to me that this guy wasn't right. So I remember he kept, um, I went over to Jamaica where he lived at in the islands. So he was trying to get me to go back to his town. He was telling me, oh, I want you to see there's a lot of witchcraft in my neighborhood so you can see what I go through. That's why I'm always praying in the background. So I said, um, I said, well, bro, I'm going to stay at the hotel. I don't feel led to go to your neighborhood. Oh, so you think you're the only one that got the hotel? I said, bro, I never said that. I say, but I don't feel led to go back to your town. I have to stay here at the hotel. So I remember he left. He was telling me got to go pay a bill. So he took money to go sacrifice. So he calls me on, um, on Facebook, you know, video messenger. And this lady gets on the video and she says, hello. Sound like a cat was meowing through her voice. Uh -huh. I'm like, bro, who is this lady? You know, so he said, he was like, hey, bro, this is my cleaner. She cleans up for me and my mom. She cleans our house. We go to the same church, of course, because it's like a cult. You know, so, but I, at the time, I didn't know all this. So, anyhow, I'm looking at him like, something ain't right about this lady. So I said, well, all right, bro, I'll see you when you get back to the hotel. Comes back to the hotel. Whatever he went and did, took money to her. He obviously has something on him. So he comes back. And um, we got going to the hotel room um, that we moved to. So I started praying in the room and flies started popping up everywhere. Mm. I said, bro, I said, there's witchcraft in this room. So he said to me, uh, he got he started looking nervous. What, bro, why, why you say that, bro? I said, bro, do you remember that time that lady gave me the plate of food and I prayed over it and it turned to flies? I said, over the years, God has been teaching me how to recognize when witchcraft is present, the spirits of Beelzebub and all this stuff. So anyhow, so he, he it was like, well, he said, um, he said, let's call them to clean the room. So they called, they came in, housekeepers cleaned the room, changed the bed and mopped everything, still flies in the room. Right. So then, look, so then uh, he said, well, let's have them change our room. So I said, okay. They, I call down there. They move us to another room. We go to the other room. Nothing, nothing in the atmosphere, right? I start to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, I just thank you. And so we, I pray. Flies started popping up. Wow. I said, bro, there's witchcraft in this room, and we're the only two people in it. So I was letting him know it's one of us, and I know it ain't me. So he says to me, he said, um, bro, uh, this this gonna sound weird, bro. He said, but um, he said, but as I'm um, he said, but I want you to just hold on. He said, this is gonna this gonna sound weird, but I'm gonna grab your hands. And he said, um, everywhere I step, I want you to step with me. So it sounded weird, right? So he said, if I step to the left, I want you to step to uh -huh. the left. If I uh -huh. step to the right, I want you to step to the right. So uh, immediately I'm like, something don't sound right about this. So he grabs my hand. And he starts speaking in this language that sounds like Asian, like like tongues of Asian, and chanting. But in my mind, I started saying, Oh, Rabas, Tandelebeko, Riandoria Bastatandelebekiandoloboso, Riandoria Mandelebeko, the blood of Jesus, Repatatandelebeko, Riandoria. So in my mind, I'm warning the spirit as he's whatever he was saying. So I'm warning the spirit in my mind and putting the blood of Jesus. He let my hands go. Like if it got too hot for him, he let my hands go. But mm. when he let my hands go, I felt like I was inside of like a demonic will. I literally felt like I can think for myself, like I can make my own decisions. I felt nervous. My emotions was all over the place. So I remember when I was in Miami, Florida, I visited this church called King Jesus Ministry. And this guy told me, he said, the Lord says sow a seed of $1,700. He said, your entire next year is going to be taken care of. So he was telling me about there's people trying to do witchcraft on you and all this, right? So I went in my room and I started counting out all the money in my bag. I lifted it up to God and it was thousands of dollars. And this is how desperate, see, desperation has a response. When you're desperate for something, man, you're going to do. And I know I, my emotions are all over the place. I took the money. I said, Lord, I'm sowing this seed that you would destroy all witchcraft, all voodoo, all divination, all sorcery, and that you would expose every witch in every warlock in my life, I mm. somewhere a wind went boom and knocked him to the floor. 
I had never in my life experienced anything like this. A wind knocked this guy to the floor. He went boom, hit the wall and laid there. Did not move. Wow. So I got up. I'm like, Lord, should I call the front desk? Should I call the ambulance? I literally heard in the spirit, no, something is breaking. So I went and sat on the bed and, and, that, and then the scripture started coming alive to me. You know, Ecclesiastes 10, 19, money answers all things. Whatsoever you sow, that shall you reap. So all this stuff about sowing, you know, as long as the earth remains seed to heart. So all these scriptures started coming back to me, right? Alive in my mind. So he finally got off of the ground and he was crying. I said, bro, why are you crying? No, 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 no. I said, bro, well, I already knew why I was crying. But whatever he tried to do with the witch, it ain't going to work. Because my, my sacrifice is greater. Do you know? Oh, yeah, so I ain't say this part. So while, so Lord, the, so God started revealing to me. He said, Cornelius, how do you think every curse starts? So I'm listening. It all starts from a sacrifice. Wow. Somebody goes yeah. to a witch or a warlock and they say, I want her to lose her job. I want her marriage to be destroyed. I want her family to be full of confusion. And guess what the witch or warlock say? Okay, give me $2,000. You give me $1,000. I make her marriage break up. I make her lose job. But get this. He said, Cornelius, if only the church learned the power of the sacrifice. He said, the problem is, Cornelius, nobody believes in sacrificing to me. The only time I hear from them is when they want a blessing, when they want favor, when they want increase, when, when they want healing. He said, but if you look throughout the Bible, every time they came before me, they had a sacrifice. Mm. He said, the three wise men sacrificed, Cain sacrificed, Abel sacrificed. He said, you know, the king lied and said he was looking to sacrifice, but really he was looking to kill Jesus. Remember, he killed every newborn because he knew that there was a baby that was born that was about to change the nature of the world. Mm-hmm. So he said, every time they came before me, they had something to offer. And this is why I say in the last day, people will be lovers of themselves, meaning only loving what they can get out of God. But mm. people don't even know, you can sow a seed that makes sickness leave your body. Come Because the thing is, it's a sacrifice. If God gave up his only begotten son as the ultimate sacrifice, he's letting you know something. Everything in life is about giving up something for something. Wow. Sacrifice. And when I started sowing, God changed my life completely, completely. By the grace of God since last year. Now, I used to be homeless, sleeping in my car. How God is done and doing what he's doing in my life, I can't even explain. It's nobody but the grace of God. Since last year, we have given $1,000 every single day of the week. Every day since last year. It's over $250,000 that God has allowed us to give out. Wow. Over. And I'm, the, and that's, I'm saying at least a thousand. There's been days we've given out 8,000, 5,000, 11,000. We pay for people recording um, things and stuff. Well, God did it through us. Pay for people rec um, live recordings, $15,000, $11,000 here. Before I even pay for my own stuff, I'm just starting to focus on my own music now. Mm. So we've been funding everybody else's vision. Then I go to Stellar's, God connect me with people, meet other people. Like, man, you need to be. So I say, you know what? Um, I was like, Lord, well, if this is what you want me to do, you you know, you make it happen. Because I didn't know all the logistics. I went to um, this event just recently in um, New Orleans. There was a record or uh, um, radio station event. I don't know if y'all know about it. But it was like, well, all different radio station people and stuff. So I go to this event. Oh, the national, uh, the national Broadcasting Awards. Um, oh, no, no, no. It was an award. Oh, yes, it was. Awards. Uh, association, National Broadcast Association that passed in New Orleans, right? Um, it was something about where they were letting people new um artists that got new music out, they released, mm -hmm. they presented their singles and stuff. So it was, a, it was like all big time promoters, like you know, people in the industry, Carrie D Douglas, Jerome Hunt, like all the different type of people that's in the industry. So anyhow, God ended up con connecting me with people there, and with that, now I just finally put my song on radio. Now it just is finally going to radio now. Wow. And well, now let's we've been talk everybody else's vision and just finally um focusing on, on mine. So let's let's talk about let's talk about your single that you just you 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 lead you let it. You oh, let, you let it so so let's talk about your music. Um first, because we didn't even get like the, the you know the niceties out. Where are you from and where is your hometown? And then we're gonna go to your music. Well, I'm originally from South Florida. 
um and i <laughs> i not too long ago moved to texas i don't usually like telling people where i where i live at but i recently moved to texas but i'm from south florida the reason why i don't because i know too much about the spirit realm because the bible say satan is the prince of the air people when they know your geological location they send demonic darts where you at like i would be in fort lauderdale i, I learned so much it is real i would be in fort lauderdale feeding the homeless and literally there would be this dark cloud that come outside of my door and i would have to literally pray buy and cast out every demonic word curse releasing the atmosphere and it would move right in front of my eye before i could go out and feed the homeless because if i did it would start raining real bad and so i got buying and cast down so to, that's why a lot of things we go through as believers is because we tell too much to the wrong people come on the wait to after manifest and then say it because you don't even realize some of these people you saying stuff to taking money to witches and warlocks to stop it from happening you tell them you and your husband get ready to go to bahamas and now they go to the witch or warlock and release here go a sacrifice and your husband like well baby you know i think we should wait you're like, well, hold on, sweetheart. We were so excited about the trip. We done packed. Why, why not? You know, I think we should, we're going to save up and we'll wait. All because of a sacrifice. Mm. Sowing shifts things in the spirit realm. But get this. The world is only doing what we're supposed to do as believers because they're using our Bible to do their curses, but they want to call us the scammers. Well, and some people use our Bible for their some curses, people don't even want... realize that they actually know more of the word than what, than what we do. professing Christians right. do. And so they they can act it, the same thing with atheists or whatever, but people don't even realize that the how real witchcraft is um, mm -hmm. and how present it is in everyday mm -hmm. life. And some some of the Christians are actually practicing witchcraft. Or I'll call them witchcraft prayers. They they mm -hmm. release witchcraft prayers into the atmosphere. Um, and so once you're sitting there, you're, you're telling them, hey, this is my vision. This is my plan. This is what I plan on doing. And next thing you know, they're going through and, and they cause themselves praying or interceding for you. But they're actually coming against what yeah. the very thing that God has told you to set out to do, the very assignment mm -hmm. that God has called you to do. And so they're they're praying and say, oh, that person is not ready. They're doing too much or doing this, that and another. And they, they'd be speaking your downfall. There, people uh, forget that once we say something, we release words in the in the air that they actually go out and accomplish what it is. They don't just they don't go out and just just hang there in the, in the atmosphere. There, there, your words are powerful. So that's where um, Simi, when she was speaking earlier, you said saying you know you you try to release positive things. We have to be intentional about the words that we speak. We have oh, yes. to be intentional even about our thoughts because some of the things that we actually speak is actually curses. We're releasing curses and blessings out of the same mouth so often we don't even pay attention to it. And so, but a lot of times once you're actually telling other people your visions, your dreams, your plans, uh, what's next for you or whatever, you have some people that uh, will release curses out. They will speak word curses against you. Yeah. Absolutely. And I and another thing, too, I have worked with um, people that operated the witchcraft. And, you know, that's why you have to be quick um, and discerning, too, because the Bible says, don't let no man let, let no man be quick to lay his hands on you. And a lot of times they want to hurry up, touch and agree, want to be in prayer. But sometimes when you press pause, that's why I call myself a spiritual strategist. One thing about me is that you know, I love every people know I have a very charismatic um, character and things like that. But I'm funny style at the same time because I'm not moved by titles. I'm not moved by how much money you make. I've been in a lot of different rooms, but I'm always I tell my mom, she's like, you so funny. I was like, I deal with people spiritually. I'm dealing with your spirit because everything else is extra. I got to deal with that part. And for me to do that, spiritual things discern that which are spiritual. So that means we just got to be in a place with God and saying, hey, God, I can't be moved by what he looked like or what she's saying or what the titles are. I, I move that way. But even in moving that way, um, there was a woman. She was always real different acting at work. And um, she she uh, was like, yeah, you know, I, I use I have crystals and stuff. First, you know, in church, I use crystals and stuff, but you know, that's just my birthstone. I start looking, I'm like, no, because she, it's funny because people that operate in things that are not of God, there is a dark presence. And sometimes there is a physical manifestation of what they're going through in the inward part. So sometimes they'll look darker or sometimes they facial features that switch up. 
All you got to do is don't listen to the voice. I'm I'm discerning what's in your spirit. There's something wrong over here. But then come to find out, too, when they're around people that are spiritual, they'll end up confessing. That spirit will end up squirming and confessing what it is. And she was like, well, that just, you know, a witch, that just means women, woman of wisdom. That's what that stands for. Also, now the truth and the truth and came out. So, you know, you just have to be careful. That's why, you know, as people of God, we want to be loving and, and praying and laying hands on everybody. Now, we don't need to lay hands on everybody. And we, you know what, we can pray, but even when we say we're going to pray for some people, we need to pray as we walk in by. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Prayer has power in and of itself. Mm-hmm. It's not because of us, it's because of the blood of Jesus. So That's sometimes why. I learned how to do that. You know, mm-hmm. and even after it was all said and done, don't you know I came out of my um house and it was a dead bird right outside the garage. But what I had done, it was so funny, earlier in the week, I had anointed my home because I had felt, I was like, I was walking in the office one day and they was looking at me real jealous. I said, look at this spirit. You know, and then I act like I didn't notice. Of course, that's being a spiritual, stat, stat, uh, spirit, spiritual strategist. You don't let them know what you know. You don't have to tell them nothing. God revealed it to you for a reason. They don't need to know what you know about them. So I look, I caught it. So God said, anoint your house. But what was so cold, this is the first time and the only time I ever done this. I took the anointed oil. I poured it on the ground. And right in front of my garage, I said, and nothing that is that is not of the spirit of God, nothing that's not of God cannot cross this threshold. Put the pour the oil from one side to the next side. And the next day it was a dead bird outside my garage on the outside. I laughed. I said, ain't that a mess? Mm. So, you know, the spiritual realm is very interesting, but it's good to know, Pastor Cornelius, that worshipers yeah, have access, have yeah. access. <laughs> you know, one thing that I, I was a great demonstration by my pastor, Pastor Russell Bowman, um, is he said when there's people that have mud on their hands, do you let them touch you? No. You'd be like, no, nah, go clean your hand. A lot of people in the spiritual world got dirt all on them. And one thing that I've learned is that spirits jump on you. So you, you got to watch out who touches you. Because you'd be sitting here wondering why I get angry all of a sudden. That spirit transferred from somebody that was touching you, talking about how you doing. You have to watch out who touches you. Because a lot of times people touch you intentionally to try to turn. Mm -hmm. You have to pray a covering over yourself daily. Because from what you said, Pastor Cornelius, man, first of all, man of God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for helping Pastor Jay out today. Usually I be talkative, but I, I'm sitting here listening, taking it in because you I, said, I, think, he, I think we all was just like soaking it in today. Like okay. yeah, we was on, I was over here like this spiritually, like this. <laughs> but one thing I, I, I wanted to just say is that discernment is important because it's a we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, we wrestle with spirits. Mm-hmm. And once the body of Christ can understand that, they'll understand why they keep getting attacked the certain ways that they're doing and why mm-hmm. why things are happening. When you keep going around certain spirits and you wonder why you end up with it, it's, it's, it, it happens. Right. So you have to be able to be conscious about what you do purposely. So one thing, I, I, I don't want to change it, but I do want to talk about your music because... Your song did come out, and I want people to know about it. So, let's talk about your song. What was, <laughs> what was your, what was your motivation behind your song? I was dealing with heavy witchcraft, heavy witchcraft. <laughs> yeah, that's how. I, yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, I was. I was feeling forces holding me down to the bed. I used to feel like hmm. a snake was wrapped around my neck. I used to feel like a snake was in my stomach. See, people think they hear about witchcraft, but this stuff is real. It's real. And so I was going through some heavy, dark times in my life. And I was just like, we exalt thee, Jesus. We exalt thee, you know, Jesus. We exalt thee, Jesus. Your name is hollow in this place. So I just, you know, like I say, worship is literally what I've learned to lean on worshiping God Amen. through everything. Yeah. Through everything. So, so, mm-hmm. so it was a personal, ex- I, you know, yeah. I was talking to, I was talking to a singer mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to start asking other singers this. So I'm going to ask you this question. 
does it seem like we get most of our songs from going through something? Yeah, yeah. Most powerful songs come through things. I mean, there's no testimony without a test, you know. So you got to go through something, and your most powerful messages come from out of what you've endured. You know, how you gonna tell me God can deliver me out of something unless you he ain't brought you out of it? You know, you can't tell me what he can't do if you ain't been through nothing. Yeah, well, you can thank you can, but without experience, you know, there's no real revelation of it. So, I mean, yeah, so that's I believe our experience is our greatest teacher. That's where the anointing comes from. Because just like that oil, you got to go through the beat and the crushing, but that oil flows. You know, some of us be we still paying the cost for the anointing. You know? mm -hmm. <laughs> it oh, comes near me, and some of us still paying the cost. You ain't you never lied. What y'all got? A question. So once it comes to um, deliverance, it comes to doing um, just spiritual warfare like stuff. Mm -hmm. Talk about the importance of the difference in the sound. That uh, how like some sometimes you know simply think oh you know we can go in here we can just release any old sound. But once it comes to deliverance, once it comes to the prophetic, once it comes to spiritual warfare, the sound must be different. Can you can you go into what, that? What I will tell you is that my sound changed as I went through deliverance. Yeah, as I went, I did a lot of self-deliverance and stuff. So I would like, you know, breaking covenants, renouncing, denouncing things that I've done, you know, stuff. And literally my sound changed. I used to sound like, I would sound so like congested. My voice, like it would, every time I would try to sing, it would hurt me to sing. And nobody knew this. Like, cause it takes, like it takes so much out of me, you know, to, when I'm pouring, like when you minister, it takes a lot out of you. Sometimes when you finish minister, you'd be like, Ooh, you ever felt like you just could just lay down after like Lord, people don't know it feel like you the best after church naps are the yeah. those naps are the best. I mean, just pouring out because you got to remember you you're worn in the spirit. But I would say that you know your sound changes as you you know as you go through deliverance as you get closer to God. You know, um, but I but I believe also that um, you know that there is a sound that causes yokes to be destroyed, that causes captives to be set free, that breaks forth healing, deliverance. And that's why the enemy wants to keep that sound from being released in the earth. Mm. Yeah. And he'll do whatever he can to try. I told you, I had two record deal offers and they wanted, oh, I even tell you what the man told me to sing. He told me, he said, repeat after me. He said, repeat after me. It's a God experience. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he said, repeat after me. Yeah, that's the one when I first got offered $500,000. He said, repeat after me. It's a God experience. Yeah. I said, but sir, I don't sing like that. I said, I'm a worshiper. I said, I sing stuff like, you are amazing, God. I'll forever give you glory. And he literally stopped me as I was singing, saying, no, 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 no. Take that sound out. Whoa. He said, take that sound out. You know, the vibrato, that sound, that sound. So basically wanted to say is dummy down the sound. So he's trying to be water safe. down. He's trying to water down your sound. Uh, I know. And, and yeah, and it's a lot that I want to be able to do. I want to be able to go live and teach the word. So I would have been just an artist traveling, doing bookings, certain things I couldn't do. You know, because when you sign to some of these contracts, you are now um, their product. Oh, yeah. So they tell you why everybody's so eager to say, oh, I'm signed to the label. Oh, I got a manager. Some of the people on a manager and they got nothing to manage. Like you, you, people on social media don't even know you. And you're talking about you got a manager. Oh, I got a manager. I'm signed. Yeah, I'm signed. Some, they, when yeah. I hear people brag about how they sign, much. sometimes I just want to say, oh, so you're a puppet. Like you, they're basically, you know, like that's what I, when they say, oh, yeah, I'm signed. Because a lot of these people that are sound, they can't even control their own sound. Because these labels want to be paid. You know, that's why I say I want God to put me in a position. That's why we, you know, we cover other people, you know, as far as their, their uh, live recordings, where people don't have to change their sound or compromise, you know, to be able to release music. But they can release the song of the Lord that God has given them. So I'm believing mm -hmm. God to put us into a place financially where we, uh, and I declare that God is raising up kingdom funders. People mm -hmm. that can trust with his resources to fund the kingdom. They ain't gonna worry about what you're doing the money. Well, I gotta get it. No, no, no. This is so that his glory can be released in the earth. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I and I'm believing that God will put me in a position financially where money ain't an issue for me to just say, here, they go twenty thousand dollars. Record that, release what the Lord has given. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I received that. I thought 
Jesus. Let that blessing go on over See, there. You know, I said the word quick, like, yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but the single is called Have Your Way. It's the worship song. And I'm just, you know, I'm grateful. You know, I recorded it a while, um, some years ago, but I just finally, just finally made it to radio. And so I'm like, Lord, I just, I'm just going to see what God does. And I'm going to sit back and let him have his way. So you know I what? I'm going to say it right now. You're going to go number one. Oh, I and receive say it. here in, in Jesus' name. I receive it. You're going to go number I one. Look back. There's a lot of people that was number one and they've been on North Radio and they became number one. So I'll be like, see, I was a little part of their history. Uh, I feel you. Look, you I'm simply like, like, hey, I, I need I need him for the uh, the prisoner of war in the mind conference. When is that? For the night of deliverance. Oh, look at you. You're trying to work me, woman of God. Hey, Jay, you better tell him. <laughs> we'll put you no all joke. the way to work. Listen, deliverance ain't no joke. Work is an understatement at, 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 at her conferences. I, I was I was doing minister of music at her conference. And whoo, I, And you know what? You know, I'm, I'm going to let you know the spirit of witchcraft is true. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. People, because someone at her conference was speaking curses over me. I got oh, yeah. sick. I couldn't sing by the time the third day happened. Oh, like, they'd be it, in the audience. You know, they'd be in the audience. They some of them was audience. right. Some of them was right here on the. Some of them was right here up on the. Uh, on the. Yeah, I, I heard something that you you had peeped that. Yeah, they 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 got they got me good prior to to. I like, knew I knew I what had happened. I, I said in the hospital for seven days. I told Pastor. I said I will tell you who the people was that did it. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, right on the line. Yeah. I should have went on up there, but yeah, I should have went. I should have went because I would have called it out. You know what? Somebody still got delivered. People still got delivered, and this young lady that that didn't have a relationship with Christ was able to find Christ at that. Amen. That's what it's about. At the spite of me being sick and being in a hotel room, like Lord, you know, I'm I'm have your way. I'm 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 just. Cause that it was all him and not me. Cause I was, it was times where I wasn't even strong enough to sing. And I oh, had so you led worship. Yes. Oh, and it was, the attack was heavy. I wasn't oh, ready yes. for it. I thought everybody was loving and I found out that was, it that came was, out of oh, South and, and let me tell you, and sometimes <laughs> you, can be <laughs> rehearse, you can be there rehearse the music and everything. And it just goes <laughs> left. Everything. Like, yeah, all that uh, happened. The yeah, whole rehearsal, everything happened. And the first day, phenomenal. They they was like, oh, that's what he could do. That ain't happening again. Day two oh, came, I still was good. Day three, yeah, it took me out, but I didn't let them kill me. They they won that battle, but they did not win the war. So one thing I would want to ask is, so what's your next project? What's your next projects? What's your next? Well, uh, I'm focused on this one right now. I actually actually I'm on tour. <laughs> yeah, I'm focused on this one now. I mean, song. like projects like you know, with with the song going number one, we're gonna keep just speaking that into existence. Um, so when are you going to go and and minister and 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 do a tour and come? I'm to on tour now. I'm on tour now with Rob Hatcher, Leandra Johnson. Well, you know, um, Rob Hatcher, he's the booking manager for Leandra Johnson and Tamar Braxton. So I'm on tour with him. It's called Taco Tuesday. So um, we were just in Chicago last week. We were in. Um, Memphis was it? Oh no, St. Louis. So before that, um, St. Louis it was. Uh, oh no, we done been in Orlando. We done been in uh, Chicago, Orlando, uh, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, so we've been on tour. Next we'll be in Dallas, Texas, because um, it's Bermuda next week. Um, so at week after next we'll be in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. When y'all come to Vegas? Um, we were just in Vegas. We were in Vegas too on the tour. <laughs> Yeah, we're in Vegas too. Yeah, we already came to Vegas. Yeah. Wasn't that during Alabama? Jay, we need to pull them to Alabama. <laughs> Actually, we'll be in um, Memphis. That's next to Alabama, right? Is it Alabama? Memphis, Tennessee? Yeah, it is. Yeah, we'll be yeah, in Memphis. Yeah, so, yeah, but um, but I'll have to look um on the tour um look at the tour calendar. But yeah, I'm on tour now with them, and um and we're reaching the unchurched. 
those that will never step foot in the church building, you know, people that aren't expecting to hear about Jesus. And right in the middle of me, lead, me singing a song, I'll lead them to the salvation prayer where everybody accepts Jesus right there in the room. Amen. You know? Amen. So, oh, yeah, that's listen, that's what it's about. The Bible says, He that winners souls is wise. And the most important thing to God isn't how much material things you got, not how much clothes, money. It's about souls, you know, because the Bible says not his wish that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So I'm on an assignment to reach as many souls as possible before the Lord returns. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Man, mm -hmm. He taught tonight. He talked about his song. He sung tonight. If if that ain't anything else, go follow. Him. I, I mean, he preached, he, preached, he, he talked, he sang. He, he 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 showed his whole he showed his heart and how genuine it was. So go go follow him. Go buy his album. Which let's go get let's get some thousands of units. How much is your song on, in Apple? Probably ninety nine cents. Ninety nine cents. Guess what? Ninety nine cents store not even ninety nine cent no more. So go ahead and go and 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 go buy his song. Have okay. your way, and make sure that you go support share um, this powerful man of God where he really, really is doing the ministry of God. So, it, man, and, and one thing that's amazing is not one time he really talked about him. He talked about all the stuff he did for other people. God, he, he did. He he talked more about God than what he did about himself. <laughs> he did. He did. He, and that, that was very interesting. Like, he, talked about, God, he talked about God. About the spiritual realm. Oh, it's not about him. Listen, it, I, that's an easy way for him to knock you down. <laughs> you better sing that. It's not about us. Uh -uh, it's about him. It's about Jesus. I love that when the kids sing that song. That's my favorite mm -hmm. Sunday choir. Sunday, where's the Sunshine Band? Where's the, the kid choir that we used to have? The like, Sunshine Band. <laughs> she said the Sunshine Band. I was like, hey, hey, I didn't go to church that much. I went with my grandmama and I had to sing during that time. But amen. I remember some of that the church stuff. So um, one thing I want Pastor Cornelius Edwards to know is I thank you from the bottom of my heart that you came on the show. You came and spent time with us while in the middle of your tour. And it was last minute. Y'all don't even know it was last minute. It, it, <laughs> he filled the shoes, but God had his timing. Because this Amen. Had, and I I appreciate you, sir. And like I tell everybody, you family. Thank you. So, so anything that you do, we support. We, so listen, and you got it from me. Even when, look, and when my son go number one, y'all make sure y'all invite me right back so you could look. We could come I'm going to say I told you. I, yeah. I, said, I said it. Yeah. And I didn't have to be right, a prophet right, to say, "Amen." I didn't have hey, to just don't forget us once you make number one. I won't. I won't. Y'all get talk about talk about. I can't. I can't do the interview. I'm already booked with. Oh, uh, look! I was squeezing in like I did. Now I'm in a hotel right now. I squeezed it in. Look. <laughs> okay. I'm away on on like I say. On, I've been on tour with um the Taco Tuesday tour. So I'm I'm in my hotel room right now, and I squeeze it in right here in the room. So yeah. Hey, Amen. Man. In Las Vegas, make sure you go support them. I, I'm really, I'm really hurt that they came and I didn't know nothing about it. it I think it was right. I got the microphone out. I think it was right before um the Stellars, right? Um, no, no, we came after the Stellars recently. See, just yeah, recently, we just recently came. We had it during the Stellars, and we had so there was one Taco Tuesday that was during the Stellars. That's Rob Hatcher. Then we did another one just recently, a few weeks ago, um, up there. Yeah. At what church? So I can know what pastor to go talk to. Oh, well, Rob Hatcher, he, he ain't the pastor, but he's over the event. Yeah, he's oh, so y'all didn't even host it at oh, church? Rob, um, Rob Hatcher. He's a booking manager. He's a, he's an entertainment. Like yeah, Rob, I've had dinner. I know, I know Rob. I've he had a lot of yeah. artists with their bookings mm -hmm. and all that. And, yeah. um, Next time, Mr. Rob, please in, in, invite Anointed Raider to come out when y'all come to this city because I would love to support because um, that would have been I missed out, but I ain't missing out no more. I'm gonna come see you. Pastor. <laughs> you don't sing too, because because they, they listen. He lets other people sing too on the mic at Taco Tuesday. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> really, Jay? Jay, hold on, hold on, Jay. What you're not about to do is downgrade my friend like that and talking about some I don't know. Like uh uh. I, like I said, I don't know unless God leads me to that. Amen. Praise mm -hmm. God. Hallelujah. Jesus. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm, I'm gonna mention, I'm a, you ever, there's an artist by the name of Kimar Garner. 
So she's in Chicago, and um, I'm, she invited me to be on her line recording coming up in November. November. Amen. Yeah, so I'll be uh, ministering a song on her. Um, I actually forgot all about that. But yeah, it's going to be November. Lord, where is it at? I thought, yeah, well, some one of my other phone. Yeah, but it's November, I think, 17th, but in Chicago. Yeah, okay. so, That's beautiful. Yeah, so on her live recording. Everybody. And I love the beautiful instrumentals in the background too. Oh yeah, I turned it on while we are worshiping. Atmosphere. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I I listened to. That's why I was like, "Ooh, that's so soothing." Yes. <laughs> she said that because she's sleepy. Amen. So we're going to go ahead. With that being said, <laughs> with that being said, we're going to go ahead, and I just want everybody to just thank Pastor Edwards for coming on tonight. Make sure you guys go support him, and I want you to know it does not have to stop. This episode, all the previous episodes, 300 and so episodes of great, powerful women and men of God on Anointed Radio. You can check us out on the podcast platform where you can go to all of the previous shows where you can see great men and women telling their testimony, telling about what God has done for them. Make sure you follow us. And we're on everything but title. So iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify. You can find this show on all of those podcast platforms and make sure that you follow us on social media at LV anointed radio. And if you want to be a blessing to anointed radio, you could be able to hit us up on our cash app at anointed radio network. Um, and like what it says on the screen, but we definitely want to hear from you. We definitely praying for you and it's, and I got to do a shout out. I did a shout out for my other daughter. Amen. But I got to do a shout out for my oldest. Today is my daughter's birthday. Shout out to my daughter, Jazzy. She turned 15. Happy birthday, Jazzy. Happy birthday. I feel really seasoned having a 15-year-old. Amen. So happy birthday, baby. Love you. And shout out to you. See, that's what happened when your dad is on the radio. He's going to just shout you out and embarrass you in front of all these people that don't know you. But they're going to say happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy so, birthday. Uh oh, see you. I can't sing. That's, that's not the anointing that he gave me. Amen. Amen. With that being said, everybody, uh, make sure you guys stay tuned, follow us, much love, and we will see you guys next week. Bye, y'all. Thank you, Pastor, for healing.